Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just around 15 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you today? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are things by you? They're good. They're good. Today we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, and not because I live near the beach, but because it's one of the best resorts I think is on property. We are going to talk about Disney's Beach Club Resort. It is a favorite of mine as well. Well, it's a favorite of many people. That's why it's really difficult to get into. (laughs) Um, So let's just jump in. We'll talk about the pool, but let's just jump in right away. What do you love? What is great about this resort that has so many people clamoring to get in? Number one, location, location, location. I love that I can walk into Epcot. And when I say walk into Epcot, I can leave my room and be at the International Gateway, that back entrance into Epcot, typically in under five minutes. So not only is it great for me, it's great if you've got a stroller or a scooter. There's no folding it. There's no boarding it. Walk right in. It doesn't get easier than that. Is it true, Disney Master Sandy, that the closest room to an entry of a park is located at the Beach Club Resort. Without a doubt. So for those it of you that are looking for, <laughs> for location, 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 as Sandy said, this is absolutely a place to be. Uh, anything else that's really, really unique and awesome that you use to, to promote this resort when anybody's interested? It is definitely the pool. Um, according to Florida, it's actually not a pool. It's a mini water park. Really? Three plus acres. Sand bottom, lazy river, two different slides. It's phenomenal. So they actually have to classify it as a water park. They do because of the size and everything within it. Interesting. So and we will put it in the show notes. You can take a look at some of it. But what makes the pool, you said sand bottom, what else makes this pool so unique? It's definitely about the size. It has its own lazy river in it. It has a whirlpool, which I know people get confused and think I'm talking about jacuzzi, but I'm talking about a literal whirlpool. Off of the main pool, it's a circle, and if you step into the circle, it whirls you all the way around that circle. You can just keep going by force, kind of like a mini faster lazy river, so to speak. You don't need a tube or anything. Just hop right in. Very cool. I I did want to point out, because there... When you, when you walk by the hotel or you're in the area of the hotel, there's the beach club and there's the yacht club. So for those folks that are unaware of how the, what the distinction is, if there is a distinction, can you give us a little bit of a breakdown as to how that works? Sure. It's actually three hotels. Oh, good. As you said, we've got the beach club, the yacht club, and we also have the beach club villas. It's all together. They all share that one massive, massive pool that literally stretches beyond both buildings. The beach club and the yacht club are attached both inside and outside. So you can seamlessly walk from one to the other. Two differences that I personally see, one is decor and the second is they have their own lobby. Other than that, they are together. Yacht club, a little bit further walk to Epcot, but closer walk to the boat if you're going over to Hollywood Studios. And the one thing we should point out, because it is 2020 now, if you walk towards Epcot and that International Gateway, that also will put you on the Sky Gondola system. So another great transportation option for you. 
and also a great option if you're looking to get to the beach or yacht club from a different resort, right? If you're looking, if you're staying at Caribbean beach, say where the, where the hub for the Skyliner is, and you'd like to go, as we'll talk about in a little while to beaches and cream and get some ice cream, you can use that sky gondola system to get there. That is very true, but it's probably a great time for me to point out one of Disney's policies that is across the board, which is there is no pool hopping as a Walt Disney world resort guest. You can use your pool. You can't go elsewhere on property. So if you're loving what we're saying about this beach club and yacht club pool, you're going to want to stay there. I will say it is the most sought after pool on property. And therefore, it is the most well-staffed and guarded pool on property. Some of the pools now, you need to use your magic band to get in. Some that are a little further out from a park, a little harder to get to, are unmanned altogether. This pool at every entrance has a cast member. They will scan your magic band. You need to be a guest at the beach club, yacht club, or beach club villas. And then you are given a pool wristband. So there is no sneaking into this pool. Well, especially when you mentioned that it's technically classified as a water park. I mean, there's safety implications there as well. They want to make sure that they know who's in the pool in that little area as well. You bet. All right, so let's break down the rooms. You said there are there are three actually different resorts. So let's go through every different possibility that somebody could have as far as an accommodation if they were staying on this property. So many choices, Jeff, which is why it works great for everybody. Yeah. So we've got a standard room, which can be a king bed by request, not guaranteed. But our standard rooms, they're going to have two queen beds and a day bed. So up to five people plus a child under three in a standard room. Either of those configurations also have the option of concierge. Concierge typically, but not always, is the top floor. There are a couple of suites and concierge that fall within the resort itself. Concierge gives you a couple of different options. It gives you that express check-in. It actually gives you an option to buy additional fast passes if you're looking for that. It's going to include a lounge with breakfast and then light bites and drinks throughout the day and the evening. With the exception of breakfast, it is not a meal replacement, but it's a great option, especially if you're back there with a napping child or you've got a younger and an older one. It gives you a way to be out of your room and have somewhere to be. Okay. They also have a very, very limited number of deluxe rooms. Deluxe rooms have three queen beds and sleep up to six adults or family members and a child under three. So lots of options in the main building. Then if we pop over to the villas, it's a Disney Vacation Club property. So if you've listened to any of our other shows, you have some idea what we've got. This one only has three different options in villas. It's got the studios, which sleep five, queen bed, queen pullout, and a banquette. And again, a child under three as well. It's got the one bedroom, same occupancy as the studio, but a little bit more space. Maybe you need to close the door at night and separate yourself from the rest of your family. You've got that master bedroom in the living room. And then the two-bedroom option, which can sleep up to nine, that's the studio and the one-bedroom put together. So one room that's got a queen and a queen pullout, a second room with a queen bed, 
the queen bed in the living room, the banquette, the full kitchen, the washer dryer, and two full baths. So accommodations range from four people to nine people at the beach club and the beach club villas. So for those of you that are doing the math based off of other shows that we've talked about, the the piece that you're missing there from the villas really is that grand villa accommodation that we've talked about in a couple other spaces, which is the only space that's not there at this at this resort that you're talking about from a villa perspective. That is correct. Do you want to talk at all about current pricing? I do. So let's talk about that because it always brings up the idea when we talk about larger rooms, is that the way to go? So one of the things that I will say is when we talk about resorts, we talk about resort categories. Beach Club is obviously a deluxe resort and the villas are the vacation villas category. Talking about standard rooms for a minute, because this is a deluxe resort, in 2020, in value season, the lowest price, rooms start at $480 a night. And in peak season, so think Christmas, rooms go to $825 a night. When you start to look at the villas, especially, again, looking at that two-bedroom, if we want to talk about that myth that putting everyone in one room is definitely the way to go. Remember, I said 480 is our lowest price. In the villas, 1108 is the lowest price for a two-bedroom, and it goes all the way up to over $2,000 a night in the holiday. So I love the villas. I've stayed in the villas. Those accommodations really work for some people to have that living room and have that extra space. Maybe you've got young kids, you're putting them to bed, and you're going to hang out in the living room with your parents, but it's not always the economical route. But we talked about, if you go back and listen to our our, uh, previous show about the Art of Animation Resort and having the villas and the suites there, rather, you know, it's, it's a, everybody has a different planning style. Everybody has a different budget. This is absolutely a higher budget than you would have for something like the Art of Animation Resort. But similar idea. If you're staying in the villas, it's because you have a a larger group of people that you're going with and you'd like to share the same accommodation. And there's a lot of things that go behind it. Sometimes, I've said it before and I hate to say it again, in Disney, sometimes time is money. So maybe you pay more for these accommodations because walking into Epcot in five minutes makes you happy versus doing buses or boats or things where it could be an hour in transportation time. And I am going to peel back the curtain here for just a second. I absolutely adore this section of Walt Disney World Resort. I think that the hotels that are in this area of the entire um operation are are my favorite places to be for just that reason with or without children i just think it's a great great place to be i enjoy it too there's nothing like when you're in epcot for the day and the fireworks are over you walk out the back and you're back in your room in under five minutes i mean doesn't get better than that No. no crowd to wait through you just walk on out you don't need a bus you don't need anything you're on your own it's awesome Okay, so the one other thing that we we love to talk about when we're talking about an accommodation are the dining options. So let's talk a little bit about the dining options. I know obviously they're, well, I talked about peaches and cream for ice cream before. That's that's always something that comes up. But 
I guess let's break down the the dining options from the the quick serve to the sit down, et cetera, et cetera. Take us away. So I think it's a little bit different in some of the deluxe resorts. I think this resort is also different because it's so close to Epcot that I think people will use a park day and, you know, they've already used their admission. They've got a hopper. They'll head into Epcot so that literally the world is their oyster instead of eating in the resort. So what that means is if you're a food court person, this is not your resort. There is a very, 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 did I say that enough times? <laughs> Maybe not. Limited <laughs> quick service. Um, the quick service is actually a counter in the back of the gift shop. So not a traditional quick service location. They've got flatbread pizzas. They've got sandwiches. They usually have a specialty item. They do have, you know, waffles for breakfast and eggs. And they do have some seating outdoors and in the solarium, not in the gift shop itself. So limited quick service. And a, a nice, I'm jumping there, a nice place for maybe a cup of coffee as you're, exactly. <laughs> or to fill that refillable mug as you're about to head Again, out for the day. If you're the food court person, you're not going to find it here. No. But you have sit-down options. So as you said, Beaches and Cream, our favorite, favorite ice cream shop. And if you haven't been, you might want to get a kitchen sink. We'll see if you're brave enough. And in 2020, they redid Beaches and Cream. So if you're a Beaches and Cream fan and you had trouble getting reservations, it always surprised me that there could be a restaurant in Disney that has like 12 tables in it. Uh, masses of people, 12 tables in the restaurant. This restaurant, thankfully, expanded. It's about three times the size now, but it still has its incredible charm. They're obviously known for ice cream, but they make amazing, amazing burgers. But it is a sit-down credit. Interesting. And, and that's probably because of the popularity, I, I have to imagine. And the waitress service. I mean, you get – it's a different style. The other thing they have there is the Cape May Cafe. We love it for breakfast. It's a character buffet. Again, beach theme. So all of your characters are dressed in their beach wear. If you're trying to collect all those different photos, this is a great new costume you'll find people in. And in the evening, it is a 70% seafood buffet, 30% for anyone that doesn't eat seafood. There's chickens, there's pasta. They do have a rotating menu, so different nights feature different items on the buffet. And when you say uh, dinner buffet, it that is not characters, or it is? It is not characters, so breakfast only for characters. Okay, so if you're interested in that, you got to hit it for the breakfast. Um, yes. The other piece that I think you mentioned that is really, you, you cannot put a price tag on is that your dining options in Epcot are just wide open. They're literally steps away from, from your hotel room. They are huge. And also, you are on Crescent Lake, which also means you're less than a five-minute walk over to Boardwalk. You can head over there. Lots of dining options as well. Okay. Give us some more information as far as transportation as we, as we try to wrap up this resort. And that's it. It's got... Pretty much everything. We've got four options, not to mention the Ubers and minivans. Walk into Epcot, less than five minutes. You could walk to Hollywood Studios a little bit longer, harder of a walk, 12 to 15 minutes. Boat over to Hollywood Studios. Boat to Epcot, but I'll be honest, by the time you walk to the boat dock, it's in the wrong direction. You could have been in Epcot already. 
hop on the Skyliner over to Hollywood Studios. Keeping in mind that Skyliner is not going to be open if you're trying to get on Rise of the Resistance. It does not open that early. And then a bus over to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. The interesting thing, too, just to, to point out that Skyliner, for those of you that have not been to the resort, the Skyliner uh, loading opportunity is located where in relation to the resort, Sandy? It is out the resort and to the left between the resort and the International Gateway for Epcot, so you don't need a park ticket to get on to the Skyliner. But it's not the type of thing that you're going near the bus depot and then picking up uh, you know, to get on. Definitely not. Okay. A lot of great stuff we talked about at this resort. Is there anything that we have left out that you think is important that we hear about? I think the hardest thing about this resort is you need to play on some resort time. If you're going to go, 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 you're not going to get to enjoy that amazing pool at Stormalong Bay that we just talked about and everything that they offer. So use this as some downtime, relax and enjoy, recharge to get ready to run. And it really is one of the most beautiful resort properties that they have. I am going to leave you with one other last minute thought. Yeah, do it. If you're there for the holidays, this resort actually boasts my favorite gingerbread. They do a moving full-size carousel each year. The carousel has different themed horses. Check out our YouTube channel to see some of the gingerbread. And if you get real lucky... Pull an all-nighter. Watch them assemble it. It's amazing. It's good stuff. Sandy, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today about the Beach Club. Thanks, Jeff. Have a great week. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. Be sure to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.